Hey, it's your friend Hillary, and welcome to the Bounce Back Better podcast. Your past doesn't determine your future, no matter what you've experienced. Just know that it's possible to redesign your life from today by simply drawing a line in the sand and making a choice to live your best life. Hello, and welcome back to another podcast. This week, you may have noticed there's a bit of a theme, and the theme is happiness. Because it's one of those things we all want, isn't it? Are you happy right now? And you might be thinking, yeah, Hillary, I'm really happy. Or you might be thinking, no, I'm having a bit of a crap day and I'm not happy. But let's face it, life does get hard sometimes and sometimes we're unhappy and there are reasons for that. We're going to delve into it, have a look at how we can perhaps make sure our life is happy. I don't know if you can hear, but my wee dog's beside me snuffling away. Stop it, Bella. The cute, now that dog makes me incredibly happy. If you have a dog, you know what I mean. Or maybe you have a cat. But she makes me smile every day and sprinkles way a huge amount of joy into my life. She's 16. I've had her since she was a tiny thing. And so often I just look at her and go, oh, my gosh, you have made me so happy. So I've been so blessed to have that puppy in my world. But what about you? We're always looking for it, aren't we? Happiness, that elusive golden ticket. We're always searching for it. And let me tell you, it's not nestled in the bottom of the laundry basket, nor is it hiding in the corners of a perfectly tidy living room. It's all around us, but we have to seek it ourselves, don't we? We have to go and find happiness. And trust me, as I research, write, produce these podcasts, it's a real poke in the face to myself because I'm just another woman on another journey and I hope to enlighten people and help people to understand that the topics I choose are just life topics that we all can look into and improve ourselves so we do bounce back better. You can imagine your life as a book perhaps. So how do we fill our pages of the book with happiness and joy? Even when parts of it are quite stressful and we doubt ourselves and we have busy days. So you might want to grab a pen because we are going to cover off on a few fab topics or maybe areas today that could be very useful for you. So happiness isn't a one-size-fits-all pair of fabulous shoes. It's a tailored, bespoke creation. And it's as individual as your fingerprint and as unique as your smile. It's delightful, isn't it? When we feel happy, we feel great. And it can be found in all areas when we conquer something massive, you know, Mount Everest perhaps. So the big challenges can bring us happiness. But also, as I mentioned, we can find happiness and the small things, like me looking at my little dog, little white Maltese, and she's brought me so much joy. So she's not when I've ticked off a goal or when I've completed something amazing. She's just the thing that lights my heart up. And when we have lots of those little things around us, they can be really useful when we're having those challenging times. Because we are going to have those challenging times. And if you're a radiant woman in life's prime, and life's prime could be in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, or 60s, because life, we're always in our prime. But if you're a woman and you're juggling lots of things, you're also a magician, aren't you? We're pulling things out of the hat every day. And sometimes when we have a lot of demands on us, our cup feels empty. And when our cup is empty, that is when you might find yourself smiling a little bit less. And we've all been there, haven't we? We're balancing careers and families and social lives and babies. It's like juggling a flaming torch, I think, while riding a unicycle at times. But have you been there? And maybe you could ask yourself right now, are you happy? Are you happy? But I think the big question is, 
are you happy in general or are you just, you know, as an overarching umbrella? Because if I was to ask you the question, are you unhappy? Are you just unhappy today or in the last couple of days or right at this moment? But generally you are happy because we all have those moments. And when there is too much and we have too much unhappiness, that's when things can be exhausting. And that's when life just isn't fun, is it? And we want life to be fun, especially I do, because fun's one of my values. So that's important to me. But we want to feel fulfilled. I know at the end of the day, we want two things in life. We want success and happiness. And for a lot of people, success just means happiness. But success and happiness are the things that we strive for. Because if you think, no, I want a beautiful house. Why? Because you'll feel successful and it'll make you happy. You want a striving business. Why? Because of all of those reasons, you want to feel successful, you want to be successful, and you will feel happy. So happiness is the major driver for most of the things that we are striving for. Just yesterday, the wheels came off in my world, and it was a difficult day for me. I found it really hard to smile. I am the president of Toastmasters, and if anyone is uh, looking to improve themselves in, when it comes to speaking... I would definitely recommend going to Toastmasters, but being the high achiever that I am, I'm there for a couple of years and now I'm president. But what happened is our venue got cancelled that we have it at, but they let me know at lunchtime, gave me a call and said, you can't have the venue tonight. So I've got about 20 odd people that come to the meeting. I had to let everybody know, but I had to find a new venue that was very stressful because we have guests coming. There's all sorts of things going on in the background. And that became quite stressful. And I didn't know what to do because I'm reasonably new. I thought, what's protocol here? And when you don't know what the next practical step is, that can be a little bit stressful. End story, I sorted it out. They rang back. They'd got it wrong. And we could go back there, which meant the emails that I'd sent out and made contact with everyone, I had to re, you know, chase it all back up. Whoa. And then hoping that everyone saw that because not everyone works in an office and is checking emails. But what it meant was I was put under quite a lot of pressure. Okay. And listening to this might be small, but maybe you can relate to this because my day was already stressful. I was ticking a lot of boxes yesterday. We'd had a long weekend. I was catching up. I've got demands on me that are pretty full. And then having something extra thrown in made me feel stressed. That made me feel unhappy. And the interesting thing about that, looking back to yesterday, is that I felt overwhelmed. And I know you do too. There are times in your life that you feel incredibly overwhelmed and it's not a very nice place. But then I've woken up today. It all went out. It all went okay. The meeting was great. We had it successful. I delivered a fantastic speech last night, even if I have to say so myself. And it was a great meeting. So it all turned out okay. But when you're in the middle of something, sometimes we don't see that light at the end of a tunnel as the light at the end of the tunnel. We feel like that light at the end of the tunnel is a train coming at us and it's stressful. And so I had a bit of short-term unhappiness, but then today I'm able to look and think, oh, oh, that was all right, and I can move on. So we've got to remember that sometimes the short-term unhappiness isn't there for a long time and it's just life and it's how we deal with that stress that is important. So the important thing is to just recognize that it's short term. I have a great tip. And many years ago, I wrote a different program, another lifestyle program. This is very early internet days. And 
one of the modules in it was accept or change. And I absolutely love this because if you can't accept something, you have to change it. And if you can't change it, you have to accept it. And when you go through life thinking about things through that lens, it makes things a lot easier to let go of. We don't attach ourselves to something. So I'll say it again. If you can't accept a situation, you have to change it. You may not like the idea of changing it, but you have to. But if you can't change a situation, then you have to accept it. Well, that is gold. And if you take that with you in your decision making through life, you will learn to let go of things far faster, which will help you move forward and just feel happier because you'll let go. So what are the things that cause us to feel unhappy, like really unhappy, the long-term stuff? I've got quite a list here that I sort of worked through and I thought, yeah, these are the majors. Number one is relationship problems. When we have relationship problems, they're strained or they're toxic. They have a massive impact on our happiness. And if you've read my book, Three Wines In, you'll get the the driver behind the whole book. At the end, I was driven to write that book from a bad relationship because it made me realize that when somebody has a bad relationship, when you experience that sort of thing, and I'm talking pretty bad, so check out the book, Three Wines In. You can grab it off my website, hillarysaxton.com. But it talks about, well, I explain, and trust me, it's the watered down version because I had to seek legal advice. What I went through, and I'm talking about in a toxic relationship and what that did to me. And that made me incredibly unhappy for a long time. Coming out of that was a difficult process. It wasn't it wasn't easy as easy as yesterday, a stressful thing that happened at Wake Up Today. Oh, it's all good. That took effort and it took redesigning my life. It took rebranding myself almost. It took a lot of strength for me to bounce back better, hence the name of of this, bounce back better. I bounced back better because I chose to, but I did a lot of work on myself to do that. So strained relationships and unfulfilling toxic ones, they can be, they are a massive source of unhappiness. And I'm not just talking about your partner relationship. Well, you can even relate this to any relationship. Perhaps you work with somebody. Perhaps you've got a member of your family that challenges you, that's toxic, that that just makes you feel unhappy. I've had this in both of those arenas. A while back, I had somebody working for me who they didn't have my back and they caused me a lot of angst and they made me feel unhappy. In the end, they I just had to ask her not to come back because we can't go through life not feeling supported by the people around us, by even if it's family. If you feel unsupported and you addressed it and you can't fix it, it's accept or change. If you can't change it, you have to accept it. You can't accept it, you have to change it. And sometimes that means walking away from something. So if you have strained relationships, well, that really needs addressing because that will impact your happiness. The next one is financial issues. Crikey. And we've probably all been there too, haven't we? You might be listening to this now. And same thing, it could be immediate financial issues and it could be long-term financial issues. I'm in the property development game now and that comes with its own juggling when you've, you know, you're you move, moving big amounts of money around to perhaps purchase something, perhaps you've invested in something, perhaps you're developing something. And sometimes there's a juggle there between, you know, hope this money's back in time to pay that or whatever you're doing. And that's on a medium scale. 
on a bigger scale, yeah, we do quite big stuff with people and support people through that. That can be very stressful for them. But even on the smaller scale, we've all been in that place where we've only got $20 and that matters. So it doesn't matter the scale or, or the amount. What matters is the, the effect that that financial stress has on you when you don't have somebody supporting you. I can remember back to my early days. I was a single mum, so it was tight for me. Poor. It was like in one door and out the other, and that was how I functioned in life. And I remember thinking one day I'd shifted. And you know when you shift, there are extra costs, and I you know, had to factor those in. But I remember thinking, oh, my goodness, how am I even going to pay my power bill? How is this going to happen? And I've got two children I'm looking after. And I was very lucky because I mentioned it to one of my sisters. Well, I didn't talk about it openly. It must have come up somehow. And she said something to my parents and then magically some money appeared in my bank account, which, you know, I always, that is another one of my beliefs. You know, I talk about people, we have our beliefs. I believe there is always money. So money will always turn up and it turned up for me that day. And I was like, oh, thank goodness for that. But you know what that's like. We've all been there, big scales, small scales. It doesn't matter. Financial stress can be stressful. And if it's long-term, it can make us feel very unhappy Another one is health issues. We all know somebody who has had health issues and we've had them ourselves. And this can be something as small as an, a mobility thing. Maybe you've broken a leg or an arm or you've got a sore lower back or whatever it is for you. You've got some issue that's holding you back and slowing you down in life. And it's so frustrating that over time it can make you feel unhappy. Or you could have a major health issue. And that's stressful, isn't it? Not knowing. One of my sisters has been through cancer, which was huge for her, you know, and I know many people know, have friends or family members who are not here now because of cancer. My best friend is not here anymore because of cancer. So when my sister got cancer, it was a shock because you don't believe it's going to happen to somebody around you. And I can't imagine what it must have been like for her. But recently she had to have some retesting done and they took about three weeks to get back to her with the results. That stress would have caused massive unhappiness for her. So if that's you, understanding that it, you are going to feel depressed, anxious, that sort of stuff leads to unhappiness. And long term, when we have happiness sitting with us for too long, it is not fun. Then we've also got work-life imbalance. When you are working too much, you're unsatisfied in your job, you're overwhelmed, another one. That is another one that leads to unhappiness. Then lifestyle factors. Maybe your living conditions aren't great. Maybe you, you don't have a great place to be or it's an unsafe environment and you don't like it. Maybe you've got lifestyle factors including like a poor diet and you're unable to exercise. Those will impact your level of happiness. Your level, I know it's negative right now, but we're going to turn this around, okay? So I'm going to get to the good stuff. But there's also self-esteem because I want you to check in and see if I'm covering off something that is you. Are you impacted by any of this? Your self-esteem, your self-worth, do you think you're not good enough? That, when you compare yourself to others, that will lead to massive dis dissatisfaction and unhappiness. Trauma and loss, oh my goodness. Grief huge and we know people that get stuck there and you just want to help them out don't you and it's hard I know when my girlfriend died crikey it took me so long even saying it now I choke up that grief is it's really difficult to let go of and we have to 
be in a place in our life that we learn to live beside it, I believe. You know, the memories of that person need to be celebrated. But we we don't want to be stuck in that place where we can't move forward and we're left unhappy. And then social and cultural pressures, oh my goodness, or societal pressures as well. The pressures of what we should be or what we believe we should be, because I'm going to go with social media. Social media puts a huge amount of pressure on people and there's a lot of discrimination and bullying, which I don't get. I do not get the bullying online thing. What is that about? Holy crackers. I just see people write the most horrible things sometimes. And I think, why is that acceptable? Why do you think that you can say horrible things because it's in the written form? Those people are just evil. Oh my goodness. Like it just winds me up when I see people say nasty things to other people for no reason. So how do we flip it around, my lovelies? How do we flip this around so we can be happy? Because I know I've touched some buttons on you somewhere. How do we change it so you can be a happier person? Well, it begins with mindset. Oh, my favorite. Yes, where is your mindset? So we've got to focus on the positive. And it sounds like, yeah, 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 Hillary, of course. Focus on the positive. But how do we do that? Well, I know. I love morning routines. I love the morning ritual of setting my day up so I know that I'm going to feel grateful. I'm going to feel happy. And that means the first thing I do in the morning is I used to, first thing I used to do was open the coffee jar and smell it because I love the smell of coffee and it would just make me smile. What I do now is I stand on my balcony and I look at my view and I take a photo of it. It is spectacular. It is just mind blowing. And just to stand there for that few seconds and go, wow, that makes me smile. And I feel so grateful that I have that. The other thing I do, then I go straight to coffee pretty much because that's the other thing that makes me happy. And it might not be perfect. And I know Andrew Huberman's going to say we shouldn't be having coffee in the first 90 minutes. And I did try that, but it didn't make me happy. So I thought, no, I have to go back to the things that make me happy. And then I go through a morning ritual process where I write down, I have a process, a morning routine sheet. And it works for me to go through my morning routine process and just write down things I'm grateful for. There is a, a list of about 12 questions that I answer. And sometimes if I'm not going to be in the office, I've recorded it so I can listen to it as I'm walking or at the gym or whatever I'm doing. It takes five minutes and it's perfect because I go through the things in my head that are going to make me feel happy. So your mindset, I always I talk about the thermometer or the thermostat. So a thermometer measures heat, a thermostat we set to. So do you want to be the thermometer controlled by the environment or the thermostat that you control? You want to be a thermostat. You need to control your environment. You need to wake up, dial that baby up to happy and then go, woohoo, here I am. I'm going to be happy. So controlling your mind. When you notice yourself thinking about negative stuff, stop yourself. I do it all the time. Hillary, stop it. What are you doing? Stop thinking about that. When I start ruminating over a conversation that I coulda, woulda, shoulda, that I shoulda said better, no, I just stop myself. No, that is not productive. Of the limited 70-odd thousand thoughts I get a day, I am not going to waste them on stuff I can't change. I have to accept it went how it went and that is it. Move on. The next one, we talked about relationships. How do we have better relationships? Well, we have to find those people around us who are supportive. We have to find activities or clubs or group where we can meet and have new connections. I've got a, a new friend, uh, quite a good friend now, and I met her at Toastmasters 
And she said to me, I just joined Toastmasters because I wanted to meet people and I met you, so I'm happy now. And we have a fantastic time together and she's a little bit crazy, which is what I like. She's a little bit, uh, loves to look about, talk about this sort of thing, talk about behavior and personal growth and hers is in a different way to mine and I'm going to get her on the podcast soon. She does human design, which I don't quite understand, but I am going to get her to do my human design so I understand it because it's another thing I can learn about myself and that's the more you know about yourself, the better it is, I believe. But that is great for me, having a new friendship, somebody who I can ring and have a laugh with and have a grumble with because we all need those people. Because remember, I moved countries and then I've moved cities. So every time you move, you've got to reestablish. People are busy. I'm not that great at jumping online or calling people. If I need to call friends in New Zealand, there's a time difference. It's three hours now, not two, and it's just a little bit inconvenient. So it's great when you have those people around you who are supportive and who are friends who you can hang with. I got another girlfriend coming to stay next week, which will be super fun, uh, over from New Zealand. But do you have those people in your world? Do you have enough people? And if you don't, this is a job for you. Here's your wee task. I'm not going to use the word job. It's negative. I have a wee task for you. Go and find some friends. Go and find some new people that match you. And who would have thought that going to Toastmasters, I went there to get better at speaking. Somebody else went there to meet people. And it's great. I've met somebody who's become a really good friend. Well, I've actually met a few people that have become really good friends. So by joining a group, it could be, I don't know, a morning swim group. It could be a walking group. It could be a book club. It doesn't matter what it is. What matters is that you make the effort to have more people in your world if you don't have enough. Now, if you have people in your world that you need to get rid of, well, then I actually cover this in my book, Three Wines In, a little plug there. But just spend a little bit less time with them. Just pull back on the people that don't support you. Don't You don't have to disconnect completely because sometimes we can't, but spend less time. And if you can disconnect because they're toxic and you shouldn't be with them, well then disconnect. And girlfriend, if you are one of these people that need to get out of a relationship, you can message me because we can have a chat about that. Okay, physical health. Yes, real exercise is the bomb. It releases endorphins, it boosts mood, energy, and also a balanced, healthy diet. Those two things together will improve happiness. Exercise alone improves happiness. You know when you wake up and it's like, oh God, I don't want to do that. Did you know that nobody, and correct me if I'm wrong, somebody send me a message if I've got it wrong, nobody regrets exercise on completion, unless they hurt themselves, but nobody does. It's once we've done it, we feel fantastic. And it might be for some going to the gym, might be getting up and going for your morning walk or your morning power talk with somebody. It could be anything. Or it could be moving a pile of bricks from one side of the of your block or land to the other. It could be shoveling dirt. It could be heavy gardening. Any form of exercise is so good for your brain. And then giving back. Giving back is another. Do you volunteer at anything? Because if you have the time... I was listening to a podcast the other day and this person said they believe everybody has three hours a month and I thought, hmm, you're probably right. And I started thinking, hmm. I actually do something on Fridays where I give something away. I just do an act of kindness. So it's my random act of kindness Friday. A while ago, uh, I was in the bank and this lady was at the door. It was actually in a financial year. She was at the door. She was bringing people, uh, sorting people as they came in. 
and people were sort of angry because there were big queues and you could just feel the mood in the bank was negative. It wasn't a happy place. And I watched her do such an amazing job and I thought to myself, wow, you're just doing so well and people are really not that nice to you. And I happened to be at the supermarket the next day, so I bought her a box of chocolates because I had to go back to the bank the next day. And then as I left, I, I did what I needed to do. As I left, I went up to her and she actually said, Have you, are you sorted? And I said, yes, I am, but I just want to give you this for doing a great job. And she almost fell over. Like That was so minor for me to do. But to appreciate somebody else and show them that you see them and show them that yeah, I think it's just that you see them. That was my little random act of Friday kindness. And that's something I try and do on a Friday. It pops up on my diary, on my phone, and it just says, you know, it's random act of kindness day and do something. And we can do it more than just one day a week. We, you might do it every day, but I need to be reminded to do something that will surprise somebody. Personal growth, learning. You know, do you need to learn something and move forward? Move forward by learning and learning about yourself or learning about anything. Challenge yourself. If you've got time on your hands and perhaps you're bored and that can lead to unhappiness, learn something. Spend some time in nature. You know, spend some time outside. We spend some time at the beach on Sunday and wow, how great is that? You just feel amazing being amongst any sort of nature or even just looking at it. And I think another one is, what I know is another one, is looking after yourself. Self-care, taking time for you, whether that's time alone if you need a lot more time alone if you're introverted and that's how you need to recharge be aware that that's what you need and make sure that you do that make sure you spend that time looking after you I went and had a facial last week it was a gift given to me for my birthday oh my goodness I finished work at early in the afternoon I thought I'm taking the afternoon for myself and wow it felt amazing and I felt amazing so just taking that time. And that's something I don't normally do. And it was a bit of a learner for me. And I thought I need to do this more often. It made me feel good and it made me smile. But remember, that's those small things, the small happiness moments. And we compound all those and maybe going through that list of physical health and giving back and being in nature and good relationships and a positive mindset and all of that rest and recovery, all of that stuff will help with the long-term stuff. So if you're under a lot of pressure, you're feeling overwhelmed, we need to look at the, all of those things to ensure that we can and will be in charge of our own happiness. Because happiness is something, it's like we've got to find our own pair of shoes and we need to find the pair, the pair that fit us. And happiness is that. It's not what makes me happy won't make you happy. You've got to find the things that make you happy and make sure that you're putting them in your world because happiness isn't a destination, it is a journey. And remember, it's the book. It's how we fill the pages in our book. So our book does have, have happy in it because we are going to be challenged and we are going to have, have unhappy in places. So I want us to feel like we're juggling flowers, not flaming torches. We're all going to feel a bit of overwhelm, but you got this girl. You can do it. and. Sometimes we just got to put that smile on and look at ourselves in the mirror and remind ourselves of how freaking awesome we are. So my top tip really is accept or change. I love it. Accept a situation. If you can't accept it, you got to change it. That is all there is to it. Self-care, people, gratitude, morning routines. There are so many things that will make us feel happier. And if you're really feeling really down, maybe it's time to get some professional help. And I've been there too. 
But of counselling is great. Sometimes you just walk in, sit down, and it's a bit of a cry fest. But that's okay because you just got to do what works for you. And if you're feeling like you've got too much pressure, well, then that's going to be the thing that you need, perhaps. So we've got to remember that every stormy cloud has that silver lining. And we're not just surviving. We don't want to be just surviving. We want to be thriving and blooming and dancing and beaming happiness. So with that, I'm going to wind up this happiness podcast. This is Happiness Week. We've had two podcasts on happiness this week. So as usual, what do I say? A few things. There's a bit of homework. One, text a friend. Text a friend and tell them how amazing they are. Two, I've got a wee downloadable. If you would like a happiness quiz, there'll be a link below. You can download it. It's 10 questions. Answer the happiness quiz. Just see how happy you are and see if there's some, some strategies in, in a wee ebook that I've written that can help you perhaps be a little bit more happy. So you can download that for, for free, of course. And remember that if you find this podcast great and you'd love to share it with a friend, I would so appreciate that. And you can also give me a review. So I would appreciate that too. That would be great. Then more people can find it because my goal is to help people like you bounce back better. So you have a fabulous rest of the week and I shall see, or no, I won't see you. I will talk to you very soon. Bye for now. Bye.